Welcome to Invoking Witchcraft, the podcast where the sacred and profane come out to play. So call the quarters and set the round. It's time for another episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Invoking Witchcraft. My name is Jay Allen Cross, and of course, as always, I am here with the wonderful... Britain. Just Britain. Hi. Just Britain. <laughs> Living your best life. Living my best life, yeah. Wildlife. You know, shit has been wild lately. Like, like off the charts, fucking wild. Hellscape. And apocalypse, yeah, all like, rolled into one. Seriously, it's been it's been hard. So we are recording this um, very shortly after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, and mm-hmm. we're going to get political for a moment. So if you do not want to be a part of that or don't want um, leftist politics uh involved in your witchy podcast uh skip ahead about five minutes because we have some shit to say we do we we really do (laughs) oh my god this is oh god yeah it's one of those things where you're like that'll never happen but then it it definitely happens it does um i'm losing so much faith in humanity by the day but um some things that we want to point out um when it comes to the conversation about roe versus wade is first and foremost, let's not uh, let's not exclude trans folk from this conversation. Mm-hmm. While Roe v. Wade has kind of classically been seen as a women's issue, um, this is honestly at this point, this is an everybody issue. It's this everyone. Is a, this is about privacy, our right to privacy. This is about our right to do with our bodies what we want to do. In general, this is also about. Um, medical care and what we are able to have access to and what we're not. And it's so much bigger than just women's rights, which I'm, I am a big proponent of women's rights, but this situation is so much bigger than that. It affects all of us and everybody needs to be concerned and everybody needs to actually be getting involved to right this ship, <laughs> turn it back around. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's, it's not been good. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think in, you know, past episodes, it feels almost like every episode we come we come to nowadays is we're just like, well, here here's another one. That's <laughs> another shitty day in America um, is voting at a local level. I understand yes. a lot oh of gosh, people. Yes. A lot of people are feeling quite. What's the word I'm looking for? Just no faith. But like yeah, really vote very defeated. Like your vote doesn't matter. Like. Voting isn't going to cure everything, I don't think. But I do think that at a local level, specifically, we can enact a lot of change that then ripples out and has lasting impact. Um, So, you know, I know there's some primaries going on in at this moment in time in about five different states. And some of those Mm -hmm. states are red states and have abortion bans. Um, People are going out in mass and really voting at a local level in that I have chills right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of work that, that needs to be done. And unfortunately what happens with a lot of liberals is we get a democratic president and people go to sleep. 
Yep. People shut their fucking eyes. It's what they yep. did with Obama. Go, we won. And yeah, we won. And oh, yeah, we can just go party and have a good time. No, no. That's mm. where we double down. That's where we start doing deeper work in, at all times at, at any anyway. And it's just like there are so many people I know who have needed abortions, who have gotten abortions. And it's just a basic fucking human right to have mm. this medical care. And there's so much go- like I'm already seeing stories of people who have ectopic pregnancies and they're, they're threatening. threatening for the mother. And then there's so many other conditions that can happen where the, mm. the fetus needs to be aborted to save the life of the parent. Yep. And, and they're just bleeding out on tables or hemorrhaging to death and it's like because the doctor's on the phone with a lawyer trying to figure out if it's okay right you you know it's just like oh man (laughs) sorry i'm getting really heated right now (laughs) well and it's like people too are finding that they are like now being denied for really necessary medications that they've been taking because they can be used at for a medical abortion like Mm -hmm. you know medications for conditions that they really require medication for. They're suddenly like, nope, sorry, can't give that to you in the state um, because you could potentially use this to give yourself an abortion. Um, And people didn't take that into consideration. Um, Right. So just kind of remember just, and, and I like what Britain is saying too about voting, especially at a local level. I think that's really important. And is voting going to fix everything magically? No, but somebody put it really great. I saw this post the other day that was like, voting is like brushing your teeth. You should do it well. You should do it often. But once there is a cavity, you are going to need to do something more than just brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if you have a cavity, you don't stop brushing. Right. <laughs> you continue to brush while you do the work that needs to be done. So that's really important. and. Honestly, okay, we're going to go on a small little journey here. Um, Something I've been really mad about since this decision was made has been cancel culture. Stay with me here for a moment. I have for a long time kind of been very much against this idea of cancel culture. And this has really pointed out why I think we need to kind of do away with it. Because number one, it's giving people a false sense of activism, People are thinking like, okay, I can launch a harassment campaign against this person. And now I've done something. I've helped the world. I've changed something. You really haven't. Um, it, clearly, people are feeling like doing that is going to actually really change the world when it's it's clearly not. And when something like Roe versus Wade gets overturned and we need to fight back and make change happen, what we need in order to organize something like a strike or, or any sort of protesting is we need trust in each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something like a labor strike where we all walk out, well, we have to trust each other that the, that the people around us are going to walk out. Otherwise we can't do it. Otherwise we cannot organize without that trust. And something that cancel culture is really good at is really, really removing that trust. Because mm-hmm. it encourages all of us to dig up things about each other that may or may not be problematic and then post them all over the place and out our friends and out these people around us. It's, it completely destroys trust, which is, which is what we need if we are going to get come together and fight this. Yes. 
So while we've all been canceling each other for using imperfect language, all this crap, the right has been playing the long game and we're seeing it all, all the dominoes coming down. And I'm pissed that people have spent their entire time being upset that somebody didn't use the right terminology for this or that while our rights are being taken away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like Jay and I, we were talking earlier before we started recording is like cancel culture is really just like mirroring a surveillance culture that we're living in right now. And that could potentially will be used against us if we're aiding and abetting people trying to get abortions, like say you're in a a red state, you know? Yeah. And, And it's like, it's just oh what's that thing you say about not acting like cops to each other oh yeah that's a clementine morgan uh, quote um yeah something about fuck the police means we don't act like cops to each other Fuck the police means we don't act like cops to each other y'all clementine morgan who we need to have on this show because she's a witch and awesome need to do that so I need you all to focus on what's really important is, is Becky who said something that you don't like uh, the enemy here? Is she the problem or, or is there bigger fucking fish to fry? Because let me tell you, there are bigger fucking fish to fry. Yes. Um, So we need to come together and we need to kick some ass because none of this is okay. Absolutely. No, 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 it's not, it's not okay right now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh man, it's it's a ba- it's a bad time. It's a really bad time. Bad and there, and Jay and I like we haven't even scratched the surface of just the depth that Roe v. Wade being overturned goes. Like this is infringing on medical privacy for everyone. Um, oh, yeah. And then it's like contraception banning contraception could be next. Uh, trans mm-hmm. rights could be next. Uh, gay marriage well, could be next. Trans rights are already like I mean already up to their eyeballs in right. so much stuff. Like yeah. It's- and it could just it could just go further, you know. It's just like it's the it's the canary in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just the fucking beginning. I swear, our openings just keep getting more and more hysterical as the world burns. <laughs> I know. Um, so if you're currently breathing into a paper bag out there in the world, or like screaming into a sheet cake as you eat it, just know that you're not alone. We are right there with you, and um, we can turn this ship around but we have to stop just squabbling with each other over dumb shit because that's exactly what they want you to do and we need to actually come together and do some shit and remember canceling people online is not activism reposting things online is not activism you know what activism is it's going out there going to the rally going to the protest um donating to abortion funds and not just the first one that you find on the internet go look at a few of them. You know, there are many funds that are there to fight back. And so if you're not able to actually be their boots on the ground, there are other ways that you can contribute. This includes making art. It includes all kinds of things. So find your place in it, organize and fight. Yes. And uh, one thing I would like to note around donating money is a lot of folks have been saying not to donate to Planned Parenthood right now because they actually get a lot of funding already. And Mm -hmm. that the place to be donating your money to is to abortion care and like transit support and stuff like Mm -hmm. that for folks who need to travel 
and folks who need that care and support. Um, There's a lot of organizations out there. Like I think there's a list floating around for an organization in every single state that helps support people who may need to travel Mm -hmm. very far. You know, just for example, where I am at, it's like, okay, I live next to a trigger state. Mm -hmm. Idaho, I could not get an abortion there if I needed one. And then Mm -hmm. the nearest one is like four hours away, Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people need someone to help escort them home after depending on the procedure, you know, they need care. Mm -hmm. People need care after these procedures. So there's a a lot of support um, out there about around that right now. So just definitely keep your eyes and ears uh, tuned to, um, those types of organizations who are helping people um, flee. Yeah. Well, and something I've been really surprised, but also super grateful for is that there are a lot of organizations that have been ready for this day. Yes. That they knew that one day this would happen and they are like ready. They're organized. Sending them money is excellent if you can, or seeing if you can volunteer with them, help out, whatever it is that you can do. Come together, y'all. Come together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So stay strong. It's a, it's just a dark, it's a dark time right now, but um, we can get through it and we can turn things around. A lot of deep breathing, everybody. A lot of deep breathing. Yeah. All right. All right. So. What are we, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about anyway, that pertains uh, to witchcraft? <laughs> um, okay. Y'all. So I actually absolutely thought that we had already talked about this on the podcast. Um, and then I went back and looked and turns out that we actually have not. Um, and this is a really important topic because this is something that gets um, super confusing for a lot of people. And that's magical timing. And so when it comes to magical timing, we can use a lot of different things. So whether it's the phases of the moon or it is the days of the week the hands of the clock, the planetary hours, different times of day are liminal spaces. So we're going to be talking about all of them. This may end up being a possibly up to a three-part series um, where we're going to go over all kinds of magical timing. Um, and you guys can choose which ones are best for you. Um, I'm realizing now we should also probably talk about which ones, how to choose which ones as well. Oh, right. For for what purpose? Yeah. For what purpose? Because like, I mean, we're going to tell you like which all of them are are good for, but also like for me, I often find that magical timing doesn't necessarily have an effect unless I'm intentionally tying it to that. Mm. So like um, if I'm going by the moon phase, then I'm going to be casting that spell at night when the moon is up because I am trying to piggyback off of what the moon is already doing. Versus if it's like middle of the day, I'm going to utilize like the hands of the clock or the day of the week or something like that. Um, So I don't want you to feel like you have to have nine different sets of timing all lined up because you will drive yourself crazy and you will never, ever cast a spell. (laughs) (laughs) So don't get too bogged down in having perfect magical timing. Just pick one that suits your need in that moment if you want to. I did not go by magical timing for a really long time because I simply did not care and all of my spells work just fine. So don't get too wrapped up in it. 
And see, I did the opposite where I would get really concerned about magical timing and then I would never get anything done because I was <laughs> literally waiting for the stars to align for me to cast my spell. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm not going to do it, you know, or you, like the stars do align and you you wake up and you're like, wow, I have no energy for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like because life happens. So, right. yeah, just like pick pick your mode and, and go with it. Um because you'll have good results either way. Yeah, it'll be fine. All we're doing is we're just piggybacking on some sort of natural energy that's already in play to help enhance our spell, but it's not a necessary make or break thing. And like, and again, pick which one works for you. Someone's like, oh, this has to be done in the hour of Mars, which is like 3 a.m. or some shit. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I will not be doing that. I am in bed at eight. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, none, I'm not doing none of that midnight witchcraft shit. Um, okay, so I think we should start off with phases of the moon, mm-hmm. yes. because this is the one that I see the most misinformation on. Like, well, I, uh... it can be confusing. I know that when I first came to witchcraft, I was kind of like, well, first off, I had a weird relationship to the moon because okay. I, I'm like a very solar person. Uh, um, like okay. it's this, it's the sun for me. Um, mm-hmm. the moon is kind of like cold and distant and aloof to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. She's got secrets. She's got secrets. And mm-hmm. just kind of like, I just like the simplicity of the sun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I had a weird relationship. So it actually was kind of hard for me at the beginning to quite understand what all these phases meant. But then I made a commitment to to really work with the moon mm-hmm. and to work with the phases. So there's a lot there. Yeah, there the really f- is. Yeah. And not every single moon phase or lunar event is for releasing that which no longer serves, serves you. you. And I'm, <laughs> if one more person says that, my eyeballs are going to roll back in my head so far that they're going to fall out my butt. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm so over it. Um, so something I would like to talk about right off the bat, which this is something I find people on like just starting off really get confused about. And that throws off the rest of their understanding of the moon phases, how witchcraft talks about the moon phases and how astronomy talks about the moon phases Mm -hmm. are a little bit different. And that tends to center around something that we call the dark moon versus the new moon. So if you go on to like a scientific website that's talking about the moon phases or something like that, they're going to tell you that the new moon is when the moon is is entirely black, which in astronomy, yes, that is how that works. In witchcraft, we separate the new moon from the dark moon. So when we're talking about the dark moon, we mean when the moon is entirely black or entirely dark and it's just gone from the sky. We call that the dark moon. The new moon in witchcraft perspective is when there's the first littlest, bittiest sliver of light that shows up in it. Mm-hmm. That's what we call the new moon. So just keep that in mind as we go forth, because that's where people get really thrown off because they look at like a, a lunar website and it's like new moon is when it's totally black. And then and then they get everything off kilter from there. Um, so just understand that right off the bat, because I think we should probably start with the dark moon go up through the full moon and then back around as we kind of talk about it. So we can Mm -hmm. kind of walk them Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. 
Right. Yeah. And if you get like a um, lunar phase app or even like my Apple watch, I actually there was an option to look at have the moon phase on uh, as the face of your Apple watch. So it's like oh. I'm it's pretty cool. Um, so I was always updated on the timing or where the moon was at and what they were doing. Um, but it can be confusing because like the dark moon is like just that those few days before the new moon and yes. stuff because like i still consider dark moon even if there's like a slight tiny sliver mm-hmm. left while it's waning mm-hmm. i still consider that like dark moon vibes um yeah that's important we, like it's a spectrum right and i think like timing wise like where we're at in this podcast and recording today i think we just wrapped up dark moon i believe so yeah i, I think so. we're I in new moon phase right now to, yeah um which is great Love that. New beginnings, hopefully. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole world. All right. So starting right at the beginning, when we have a dark moon, a moon that is completely black, like gone from the sky. Um, this is a favorite one for me. So this is the time that you would like to get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you would like to, if you are out to release what no longer serves you or whatever the hell they say, um, careful with that one. Cause you might release something you don't want to release. Just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> it would be on the dark moon time, not on the full moon time. I, I see a lot of people talking about it on the full moon. This is a dark moon thing. Dark moon is for getting rid of stuff. It's for banishing. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent if you need to get rid of something or somebody now is a time to do it is when we, we banish the things this is the great time for hexing malefic magic yeah yeah um hiding things because mm-hmm. we have that lack of illumination if you need to have secrets um illusions any of that is all dark moon time yep yep the way that i I have really liked thinking about it in this, like as a person who's done a lot of backpacking and and has spent multiple months in the um, air quotes wilderness um, is that like, what, what is the landscape like when the moon is dark? You you know, like what is it like in the landscape when you cannot see Mm -hmm. and the moon is not there to illuminate things is like, um, you might um, be wrapping things up or you may, you may kind of halt activity Mm-hmm. Or there might be a slowing down of movement and during the night nighttime. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of um, uh, just a way that I kind of like to look at the mm-hmm. the moon phase and uh, what I'm able to kind of do outdoors and like what's going on in nature when the moon is moving through their phases. So like when it's dark, it's like I tend to not really do much because I can't fucking see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And if I need to hide, it's excellent. <laughs> exactly exactly very much so very much so um yeah so i think a lot of times people do kind of overlook the kind of the the obscuring nature of the dark moon where it's like yeah if you need to cloak something if you need to hide something if you need to um you know do it kind of like invisibility type work that is a great time to do it during the dark moon. Also, like if you are going to hex somebody, you know, or going to essentially magically harm somebody, it's best to do it in the dark when you can't be seen (laughs) versus doing it like on the full moon. (laughs) It's like, hi, I'm here. Um, fucking with your life. Um, Mm -hmm. 
we don't we don't need that also i i do like to look at the dark moon time as a time of like starting over um so like those who have like hecatean devotion mm-hmm. um they do like a deep non then where like that's the time when you clean your whole house yep um and like get things ready to start all over again great time for cleaning and organizing um is going to be during that dark moon time just kind of getting rid of everything cleaning it out purging stuff excellent time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love it and um next up do we want to move into new moon yes absolutely yes new moon is my favorite time oh is it yeah because it's kind of got aries vibes Love it. You know, yeah, it's just it. like it's just starting, like mm-hmm. it's a new cycle, like there's kind of like a, a seed kind of coming up out of the ground and you're like or you're planting the seed and like they're getting you're nourishing them and like getting mm-hmm. ready to to bloom, I guess. Um right. so yeah, it is definitely a time for new beginnings, setting intentions, goals, like you said, uh in here in the document, uh planting seeds and stuff. That's my yeah. favorite time of the of the moon, the moon phase, because then you've got the rest of the cycle to watch a particular goal or maybe um, a, some spell work. If you're doing like long-term spell work to really come to fruition uh, during yes. that like waxing phase. So that's really, absolutely. it's a nice time. Yeah. Cause that, that waxing phase that happens directly after this kind of new moon where we first see just any sort of any bitty little bit of that moon Um, is all about growth. And so if we really set our intentions, you know, start planting those seeds now, then we have that, that waxing phase that's coming in, that's going to grow them. So if there's something really big that you're trying to make happen, it's good to start at the new moon and continue working on it magically um, through until the full moon, um, because then you're going to really grow that idea or whatever it is that that you're trying to plant during the new moon. Um, which is good. So like during that new moon, you know, set your intentions, think about your goals, um, do something to begin um, that journey, whatever it is that you may Mm -hmm. be wanting to do. Right. And I love, um, you know, just the site, this, like that dark moon to new moon cycle is great because like on the dark moon, you may have like cleansed your altar. You may have, like you mm-hmm. were talking about with the Hecatean devotional uh, mm-hmm. of getting rid of stuff, which I do believe folks then take it. And this could be my um, a lapse in my memory of my Hellenic polytheism past mm-hmm. is that when people take the kind of, um, you know, the ashes and just offering leftovers from the altar on mm-hmm. the new moon or Numina, they take mm-hmm. it to the crossroads. I believe I could be wrong. And they leave at a three-way crossroads. They leave, um, things there for Hecate, like eggs and garlic and such. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love that. Like, yeah, on the dark moon, you've cleansed, you've like cleaned up a space. And then on the new moon, you can like bring in representations, flowers, offerings, et cetera, to kind of like set the tone for the new cycle. And it's just such a, it's such a great energy, which is where we're at with this. Today is the new moon. Mm-hmm. So we're, it, yeah. We, yeah, I don't we're know. I love it. it. <laughs> we're in it. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I love that. Go buy some that. flowers. Yes. Flowers for the altar. Always good vibes. I love flowers for the altar. Um, so then we kind of go into the first crescent. And I think this is probably my favorite part of mm. the moon cycle is kind of this first crescent. Um, and for me, I it just has such a vibe. 
because not only is it like we're talking about, it's so brand new and it's so like pure that I really like to take that time for uh, like purification. And that's a little bit different than what we were talking about before um, with like, you know, cleansing and getting rid of stuff. But maybe like um, during that time, I like to really, um, oh, how do I describe this during that, that first crescent I like to do um like a lot of prayer during that time um I also like to um I guess cleansing would be part of it but on um a little bit of a lighter level a little less like banishing and a little bit more just kind of like getting your life together you know does that make sense it does you know what comes to mind is I guess I keep thinking about plants and soil because you planted you planted seeds at the new moon and then you're just weeding the garden Yes. Yeah, you know, like you're making sure that what you yes. what you started at the new moon like has the ability to breathe and flourish and have the best mm-hmm. chances for succeeding. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's just like it's so new, it's so pure. I love that time for purification. Also, like um I love that time for love magic as well because there's so much like promise and potential and like hope hope that's wrapped up in like this, this brand new moon that's just starting. Like I love that energy for love magic. Um, Very into it. It's just, it's just a good time. I like that. You know, and I think that first crescent phase really does get overlooked and Mm -hmm. underutilized in, in witchcraft and through the community. And I really love that you, put an emphasis on prayer and like, mm-hmm. cause prayer is really so like can be really supportive work to yeah. things we're dealing with or, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So then after that, we have the whole waxing phase, which the waxing phase from like new moon to full moon is like what? Two weeks. Ish. 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 Guess it depends on how intense you're getting about it, but I mean, about two weeks, um, give or take a couple days, because I think it's like a whole month is a full moon phase from the start all the way back around. Um, so that's about thirty, thirty-one days, so about two-ish weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's about two-ish weeks. I just looked at my lunar calendar app and I just literally counted the days between new <laughs> new moon and full moon, and it was fifteen. Oh, see, yeah. Right there. Um, so the waxing phase, this is when the moon grows from a little sliver all the way up to a big, bright full moon. Mm-hmm. And I think the operative word there is grows. Um, because that's what this whole kind of area is about, is about growth. It's as that moon grows, we can piggyback off that energy to then grow the things that we want or to bring the things in that we want. Um, during mm-hmm. that time. So this is a great time. Like if you're working money magic, um, I would start like during that new moon, um, setting intentions for money and then kind of work on it all the way through to kind of like, grow that money that's mm-hmm. coming in all the way up to the full moon. Yes, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Waxing phase is, it's really like, who doesn't love the waxing phase of the moon? Like all, all your shit's taken off. It's growing all your intentions and and work that you've done um, are coming to fruition. Um, And yeah, that's where I really love to do um, magic for, yeah, growth, prosperity, money, 
especially, and that's generally how I do my money magic timing is around a waxing new to full moon is, uh, mm-hmm. is how I like to do my money magic. Yeah. So, yeah. Or like to like strengthening things as well. Like if you want to strengthen a relationship, like work that honey jar or whatever it is that you're doing up the, the waxing phase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're doing spells to bring in love, waxing phases for you. Um, anytime that you're trying to grow something or bring it in or pull it to you, um, it's going to be a waxing phase. So sometimes I think of the moon phases as like you're going on a hike up and down a hill. Mm-hmm. And so like you start at the base of the hill and that's your time to kind of like get rid of stuff, lighten your load a little bit. Because oh, yeah. you're like, I'm going to walk up this hill. I'm going to need to get rid of all this dead weight. That's like not really necessary. And then... As you're walking up the hill, you know, not only are you kind of like growing and getting experience and all that stuff, but also if you are to like, <laughs> sorry, this is such a weird analogy, but like when you're, when you're going up the hill, if you take something in your hand and you kind of like throw it up the hill, it's going to come directly back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to come to you. That's the whole like feeling of it is that stuff is coming into you or, or kind of like this growth idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the top of the hill is kind of like the full moon. And then the, the waning is kind of like on the way down, which I'll talk about that when we get to those. But <laughs> I no, promise I like this analogy that. sort of works. I like that. No, because like that's interesting the way that you're talking about how gravity is working there. Right. In the way that you throw something in the air and it, it's like it comes back towards you. Yeah. Like if you right. have like a ball or something in your hand and, and you throw it up the trail, it's just going to come directly back to you because that's going to roll down the which. hill and yeah yeah that's when things are are coming to you or you know all that um so yeah that's that's kind of that's your waxing phase i don't think i'm ever gonna go on a hike and and not think about that (laughs) when i'm climbing a hill i'm gonna be like jay said that if i threw the ball (laughs) exactly Exactly. it's gonna come straight to you so so work on those manifestations during the waxing phase um no, the full moon. The full moon. There's, oh my god, the full moon. There's so much. <laughs> there's there's so, so much here. But what's the one thing you want to say? I know there's something you want to say so bad about the full moon. There are two things. The first one is that it is not for releasing. Stop with that shit. Um, the <laughs> second thing is, do you remember, like, uh, it was like a few years back, and it, like it lasted for a while. I think we're finally starting to come out of it where every moon was a super moon. Oh, yes. And every moon was some sort of big special. Like, I swear to God, every month it was this type of moon isn't going to happen again for another 600 years. I'm like, really? Because it happened last month. And I'm pretty sure it's going to happen next month. too. Right. It's like Like, a super blood blue full moon. I'm like, now we're just making shit up. (laughs) Like, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm like, no, we need to, we need to stop. It's, it's just a moon. The moon is plenty magical as it is. There's no need to, you know, gild the lily here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see the full moon is kind of like, once you get to the top of that hill where it's like, yes, like did the thing, like you're receiving the rewards of making it to the top of the hill. Like you're getting the thing that you got there, that you went there for, which is either like the view or the achievement or the, you know, whatever it is that you decided to go all the way up there for is like, now's the time to claim it. This is when we're at full power. Mm-hmm. And I feel like going to full power and then releasing that, which no longer serves you is kind of like, like going to like an amazing concert. And as soon as the people come out on stage, you like decide to go to Denny's. Right. Just it's like, you out. just missed that whole thing. 
<laughs> right. Right. Like, right. I, yeah. And I, I, I really wonder where that came from this whole trend of releasing things on the full moon. Like, I do you, really, probably TikTok. Do I don't know. Honestly, what I think it is is that this is what happens when people are doing witchcraft for like two weeks and then they decide to teach and yeah. then things get parroted around on the internet very easily. And then it just suddenly I'm fighting with 16 year olds who are like, um, the full moon is for releasing as is the new moon, as is all the phases are all for releasing. And I'm like, Oh my God, stop. 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 But one thing I love about the, um, full moon is the illumination factor. Yes. When we have been doing work, uh, spell work, where we're dealing with a situation because, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we've been focused on here is like during that waxing phase is like um, money, prosperity, love, etc. Mm-hmm. What if you're dealing with somebody fucking with your shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to figure out what's going on. A lot of the time, what I have noticed in my own practice is when the moon is full and bright shit, it's just drama. Shit gets revealed. Yep. People speak the truth everything goes off and you're like oh that's what that is that's what happens on the, that's why that's why everyone's crazy on the full moon because <laughs> all their shit is getting revealed right yeah no, no stone unturned. right yeah yeah um and also you know like i was talking about with the dark moon when you're out in a landscape you can't see so we tend to kind of hunker down when it's the full moon and you're like, gosh, my favorite place to be is in a desert location because it just feels like you're on the moon. It's just right. like silver and you can see forever. It's just like, it's so like unique. The, I feel like what's that planet that Luke Skywalker was on that's all deserty and shit? Oh, Tatooine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like miles and miles of nothing. You can see it all. Yes. Shout Great. out to Nevada. Yes. In Utah. <laughs> in Utah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so don't underestimate that illumination for like clarity work, uncovering secrets, uncovering the identities of your enemies, all kinds of stuff. Like the new, the full moon, full moon, I accidentally said new moon, don't get it twisted. Um, the full moon will absolutely illuminate that stuff, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I love. And I also kind of like the full moon in my brain at least sort of reminds me of a shield a little bit. So I love some good protection magic mm-hmm. um, on the full moon. Cause that's when also you're kind of supercharged as well as a witch, mm-hmm. if you're utilizing mm-hmm. lunar events mm-hmm. um, and also fertility with the full moon, right. the full moon will get you pregnant. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, ask, yeah. I know all about that. Um, (laughs) um, yeah. And the other thing too, that I like to think about with the full moon is it does have a solar aspect, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think a lot of people kind of miss that. It's like, that is the sun Mm -hmm. illuminating the moon, you know? Um, so there's kind of like a solar activity going on there with the moon, Mm -hmm. I think, you know? Oh, I kind of like that too, because it is, you're right. It is reflecting the sun, so I'm betting like reversal work done on a full moon, mm. having that same kind of like that reflecting it back kind mm-hmm. of idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, gosh, I mean, there, there's 
a lot we can talk about with full moons, new moons and all the phases, but like, um, I really like astrological timing with full moons. Like if it's a Taurus full moon or a Virgo full moon, Mm -hmm. I love a Taurus full moon because I'm just like, me too. Give me the money. Right. It's money. And the chocolate, and nobody gets hurt. Maybe. Nobody gets hurt. Lots of pizza and a bubble bath, and we're good. Yes. You know. All the Venus vibes is when we mm-hmm. have that full moon in Taurus. No, I agree. That is that is a favorite time. When we have full moon in Pisces, I have some weird ass dreams. I, I do appreciate a full moon in Pisces as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do like a full moon in Aries because it's just like fucking You're ready pure, to fight God. pure chaos. <laughs> just it's fighting with the divine. It's fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. But also like that's also a really great time to break down barriers and things like that. It's like a full moon in Aries. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to bust through this blockage here real quick. Yeah. Yep. using my forehead um yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna headbutt my roll. way through it <laughs> it happens it happens um okay yeah so definitely check out your astrological placements of your full moon because they do have um they they do kind of put their own little flavor on it which i do love mm-hmm. um the app i use what is what is the app i have i think it's just called the moon yeah the app i use is just called the moon um and it does tell me what sign each phase is in, which is really helpful. Really? Yeah. I like that because mine uh, does not. Uh, but what I do use is I, I to track the phase of the moon and where they're at astrologically. I'm using Astro Future. Oh. Yeah. So it just shows me like, you know, like right now the moon is in Cancer. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, every, cause every, isn't everyone talking about this cancer new moon? I've been avoiding the internet, so I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I looked at Instagram this morning and everyone's like cancer new moon. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So I just like to watch where the moon's at at all times, uh, in my chart because the moon affects us daily. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. Like where the water placement in trees is and shit like that is right. all... Tides, depending I mean, on the moon, yeah. mm-hmm. which is why when people are like, astrology is such bullshit, like planetary bodies don't have any sway over what happens here on Earth. And you're like, oh, the moon sure about that. You watch the tide go out. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so then. So, OK, so we've we've come up our hill. Yeah. No, we're, we're at going, the top. Yeah. We're making a deal with God. Um, and then <laughs> I'm sorry. so tired of that song. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh my god! You, you had to do it. it. I did. I did. Um, and so then we go back down the hill mm-hmm. with the waning moon, mm-hmm. and the waning moon is when it goes from full all the way back down to the dark moon. So the moon is shrinking smaller, smaller, smaller as we go back down. And this is a great time to get rid of stuff, to release stuff, because if you're walking down that hill and you have something in your hand. And you toss it out in front of you. It's going to run away from you. Yeah. It's going to keep going away from you. I'm loving this analogy. I love it. Right. 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 Yeah. If you kick a rock, it's just going to roll on down the hill. 
Right. So if you're working on like a big like banishment that, you know, is going to take a while, mm-hmm. start at like the day after the full moon and go like all the way down to like um, the the dark moon and see whatever problem it is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and going further and further, further away until the dark moon um, when you have like full banishment power. Um, great time for getting rid of stuff for cleansing um, diminishing, letting go, all of that stuff. If I have clients that have been super hexed really bad, um, I'll prescribe them something like, um, I guess, depending on the situation, like a, a spiritual bath for multiple days in a row during the waning moon cycle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to help that shed off, to get it off, to make mm-hmm. it go away. Right. Yeah. That's when I do a lot of like, if I'm going through some relationship stuff, I really utilize that waning moon to like release, Mm -hmm. uh, cut and clear, um, a lot of like black walnut and, or like uh, cut and clear products, uh, lemon, Mm -hmm. lemongrass and like, just get white vinegar, white vinegar for sure. All that crap. Yeah. Get, get rid of it. Um, I do really appreciate that. It's kind of like a minimizing and downsizing shit time and it really helped yeah just to kind of sweep it out the door really appreciate that that time of the uh, the moon phase um but i just i don't know i i love waxing yeah it's just got it's a lot of fun and a lot of energy because who doesn't want to you know attract more things to them right exactly exactly Mm -hmm. for sure and I feel like too, like for some reason, I want to talk about a moon, a moon cycle being like, like a, like a breath, like you have like the inhale and then you have the exhale and they both yeah. feel kind of different. Like you need both of them, but they both feel kind of different. And like, once you've had your full inhale and like you're at that full moon place, then, then you can like speak or declare something or yell at somebody or whatever. And then you have the exhale where you let go and then you get to start all over again. Um, you know, it's all everything in cycles. It's nature, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and similarly too, how like we talked about the the crescent like the first crescent right um in in the waxing we also have the last crescent which is like the last little sliver of moon before it goes totally dark and i love that time because that's a very pointy time in in my mind um, I see that last crescent um, right before we go into the dark moon as being like a sickle or like a blade of some sort. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm doing like cord cuttings, that's a great time to do it. Or if you're cutting off, you know, cutting ties, cutting off loose ends, really pointy, baneful magic, things like that. Um, that last, um, that last crescent I, is feels very much like a weapon to me. Yeah, like a sickle, Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing we did not touch on that I did some research on a while back, and I do not remember the name of the astrologer whose article I had read, but the first quarter and last quarter, when the moon is half full, Mm -hmm. um, what I've noticed personally with that particular moon phase is that it's very chaotic. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's a time where everybody's torn between two polarizing energies because it feels like it's very polarizing. The moon is half lit, half dark, you know? And Mm -hmm. I, and uh, what they were suggesting during that uh, moon phase is that a lot of chaotic things happen. And they were even suggesting, you know, how people, you know, like um, people who work um, um, in hospitals are like, Oh yeah, all the crazy shit seems to happen around a full moon and the ER is filled and et cetera. Mm -hmm. But they were saying, actually it is the, 
um, first quarter and last quarter where they experience more chaotic, crazy stuff going on in the world. Um, just a thought, just a thought that I was thinking about, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, it was a really fascinating take on the first and last quarter of the moon. I wonder like, cause I like how you're talking about how it's kind of being very polarized between kind of being like half lit, half not. I wonder if that would be an excellent time for like separation work mm, mm-hmm. where it's kind of being pulled in two different directions at the same yeah, time. Being pulled apart. Yeah. Or maybe mm-hmm. like certain types of transformation where it's like when you're like in the middle of being two things and you have to decide which way to go. Um, interesting. Right. Like separation work perhaps in that last quarter. Yeah. In maybe like just, I don't know, Jay and I are brainstorming right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing together yeah. uh, during the first quarter. Yeah. Just, yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, definitely. So get to know your, uh, your moon phases, mm-hmm. uh, check out a lunar calendar, a little lunar chart and, you know, spend some time looking at the moon. We're witches. It's, it's a lot of, Hey, look at the moon. I mean, it's, it's, we love, we love a good moon. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, tons of artists out there making gorgeous, um, lunar calendars, uh, where you could just see the, the, all the phases of the moon and stuff. Mm. Um, some folks use it as a menstrual tracking tool. Um, that's one of the calendars that I have, um, because kind of circling back to what we were talking about, a lot of folks are suggesting that you not track your cycle on your phone anymore. Yes. Don't. Definitely don't. Delete your data. Don't. That one. Um, so yeah. So get acquainted with the moon. Delete your period tracking apps. Brush your teeth and vote. Um, organize with one another. Quit with the cancel culture. Quit with the cancel culture. And most importantly. Do witchcraft. Do it. Support for this podcast comes from our listeners. If you would like to support Invoking Witchcraft with a one-time donation, please go to invokingwitchcraft.com backslash donate. Or if you'd like to become a premium listener, join the coven at invokingwitchcraft.com backslash coven. There you'll get access to our exclusive Facebook group for discussion and connection, as well as access to occasional workshops. We hope to see you there.